Tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. Happy, happy Tuesday, everybody. How was your Monday? I hope you enjoyed our Ricky Gervais episode. If you haven't checked that out, uh, please, it'd be nice. Please do so after this episode. But before we get into episode 26, we have some breaking news that happened like five minutes ago. I just posted it on our Facebook page. Joe Biden has picked his VP candidate, Miss Kamala Harris. Shocker, right? I posted that on our Facebook page if you want to check it out, a screenshot from Fox News. But I figured since this is breaking news right now, why don't we do something we've never done before since it's breaking before we get into the episode? Let's see what everyone's tweeting about it because this is live. This just happened. Why don't we get some live opinions that way? Uh, Maybe we'll cover this tomorrow. Maybe not. We'll see. I don't know if I'll be sick of it by then because you know everyone's going to be doing it. So I kind of don't like to do what everyone's doing. But let's go over some live tweets that are happening right now. This is live. It is currently 5 p.m. So here we go. So Kamala Kamala Harris released this. Oh, that's 19 hours ago. Okay, so let's go. So this is live. Joe Biden. So Juanita Broderick, um, who was raped by, allegedly raped by Bill Clinton, tweeted, Joe Biden says he's pleased to be Kamala's VP, right? She said it like that because, like, oh, did he even make the decision? Let's see what else we have. What other funny tweets do we have? Uh, Reminder, this is from Benny on Twitter. Reminder, Kamala Harris said, I believe in Biden accusers. So how's that going to work? What else do we have? Someone's start trying to start the hashtag defund Kamala. Here, Donald Trump released an ad already going after Kamala Harris. Two, 24 minutes ago, so let's play that. Kamala Harris ran for president by rushing to the radical left, embracing Bernie's plan for socialized medicine, calling for trillions in new taxes, attacking Joe Biden for racist policies. Voters rejected Harris. They smartly spotted a phony. But not Joe Biden. He's not that smart. Biden calls himself a transition candidate. He is handing over the reins to Kamala while they jointly embrace the radical left. Slow Joe and phony Kamala. Perfect together. Wrong for America. So he that he had that ad ready and rip, ready to go. Pretty funny. So what else do we have? So we have a funny meme here of someone looking down at the guy from uh, the reporter from Axios looking down at Kamala Harris. And then it looks at her qualifications. All, the only thing it says is woman in black. Because, <laughs> right? What else does she have? Oh, it's funny. So that's enough of that. Maybe we'll get into that tomorrow. Maybe not. Like I said, we'll see. But let's get into episode number 26. Do I seem rattled? So let's hit it. So here we go. So for those of you who don't know, um, there was a shooting in front of the White House, beyond the gates of the White House yesterday when Trump was doing a live presser. So let's hit the article. So here's the quote. Do I seem rattled? President Trump gives a perfect response to the liberal reporter asking if he's rattled by shooter near the White House. 
So the Secret Service on Monday afternoon pulled President Trump away from the podium in the press briefing room and moved him into the West Wing. The president was cool as a cucumber as the Secret Service informed him of a shooter near the White House. So President Trump didn't even flinch as he slowly walked out of the briefing, which is true. So here it is. So here is the tweet from Benny again. So breaking, President Trump was just whisked out of the press briefing room by a Secret Service agent in the middle of a news conference. So here is the 26 second clip. So the secret, so for those of you listening, not watching, you see the Secret Service agent slowly walk up to the podium, say uh, something to along with the facts, Trump, do you need to leave? Oh, and Trump goes, excuse me, because I guess he didn't hear him. And he says, okay, and walks out of the room. Nothing big there. So the article continues. President Trump returned moments later and confirmed that an individual was shot by the Secret Service outside the White House and was taken to the hospital. A liberal reporter asked President Trump if he was rattled by the shooting. President Trump responded like a boss. Here is the clip. So this was tweeted by the Trump War Room. So here is the clip of Trump responding. 17 second clip. They'll have a full report. Secret Service in a little while will have a full report. I don't know. Do I seem rattled? It's uh, (laughs) unfortunate that this is a uh, world, but the world's always been a dangerous place. It's not something that's unique. They'll have a full. Right. So there's his comment. But I also found the um, I posted this on our Facebook. Let me bring it up. I found the um, on Twitter. I follow the. Secret Service, and they tweeted what their official statement is. So I'm going to read this off our Facebook page. So here is our Facebook page for those of you um, watching. If you've never been to it, check it out. It's at JSI Podcast. So just search that. You'll find it. I post basically the articles I'm going to talk about on the show and a bunch of other uh, interesting and funny stuff. So let's get to that post by the Secret Service. So here it is that I posted. So here we go. So this is from the Secret Service official statement, and this is from their account on Twitter. So at approximately 5.53 p.m. today, meaning yesterday, a 51-year-old male approached a U.S. Secret Service uniformed division officer who was standing at his post on the corner of 17th Street and Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest near the White House complex. The suspect approached the officer and told the officer he had a weapon. The suspect then turned around, ran aggressively towards the officer, and and in a drawing motion, withdrew an object from his clothing. He then crouched into a shooter's stance as if about to fire a weapon. The Secret Service officer discharged his weapon, striking the individual in the torso. Officers immediately rendered first aid to the suspect. I saw a video actually confirming this. And DC, fire, and EMS were called to the scene. Both the suspect and the officer were transported to local hospitals. While the White House complex was not breached during the incident and no Secret Service protectees were even in danger, ever in danger, the Secret Service Office of Professional Responsibility will be conducting an internal review of the officer's actions. Metropolitan Police Department was contacted to conduct an investigation as well. So there you go. That's their Secret Service full statement. Um, 
we don't know whether or not he was planning to go after Trump. Likelihood he would never would have got to him. But apparently there is a group, an activist group, some sort of Antifa group, and it's uh, called Distract. It's like Distract President Trump whenever he gives a presser. So this was day one of that. So this was an organized. It's this guy may be part of that organized group. Apparently now trying to dist- distract every time he gives a press conference. I mean, these people are out of control. It's obviously the guy didn't plan on shooting a gun because why would he tell him I have a weapon and then do that? It was like a, it seemed like an orchestrated stunt. So unless he was just a Looney Tune, but I'm sure we'll eventually find out more about that. So thankfully our president is safe. Good job by the secret service. So let's get into this next article, which is a Breitbart article. We have two articles here back-to-back that tie into the mess. That is Chicago. And after reading this art, after seeing this article, I don't re- I brief. What I do is I scroll through them just to make sure it's long enough or not too long. That way, uh, it's good content to talk to you guys about on the show. I don't read it because I don't. I want my live reaction on camera. I don't want it. I want it to be real. We have enough fake content on the internet. So here we go. A Breitbart article. Paper. Chicago prosecutor Kim Fox has dropped 25,183 felony cases. No, I'm not saying that wrong. 25,183 felony cases. So God only knows how many other cases under felonies have been let go. And it's no wonder Chicago's in flames. How do you drop 25,000? I can see if maybe under, let's, let's, even, let's give them 125th. Let's say 125th were maybe a mistake. How do you drop 25,000 cases of felonies? These aren't misdemeanors. These are felonies. And then you wonder why the cities, what is up with all these Democrat-ran cities letting all these criminals go? It's, it's out of control. Stop voting for these people. So Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox has dropped over 25,000 felony cases, including charges of murder and alleged hate crime hoax of former Empire star Jesse Smoulier. (laughs) According to an analysis that race baiter, according to an analysis released by the Chicago Tribune on Monday. During Fox's first three years as the county's top prosecutor, her office dropped all charges against 30% of felony defendants, a dramatic increase over her predecessor, the Tribune found. For the last three years of Anita Alvarez's tenure, the rate was at 19%. So not only, I don't know what the rate is, maybe they'll list it in the article throughout the United States. So not only was the rate high of drops at 20%, then she upped it 10% more. I mean... If so, there's either there's there's a problem here. So either people are getting felt, people are being wrongfully charged in felonies on a mass scale that shouldn't be, or they're letting people off the hook that shouldn't be. There's no in between here. It's either somebody's not doing their job and taking advantage people of people and mischarging them, or they're letting the criminals go. There's no in between here. These numbers are staggering. 
So, in a total of 25,183 people had their felony cases dismissed under Fox through November 2019, up from 18,000 on the previous person. For the three-year period analyzed, Fox's office dropped 8% of homicide cases compared to 5 under Alvarez. The Tribute found that under Fox, the office dropped 9% of felony sex crimes and the rate under Alvarez was 6 So in his statement to the tri- Tribune, Fox, who was up for re-election in November, said of the, fi- of the figures, It was always eye-opening to be able to look at her own data and compare it to my predecessor's past. I can't reconcile what her decision-making was or how they chose to dismiss the cases in the past. But I will say that this administration has been clear that our focus would be on violent crime and making sure that our resources and attention would be addressing violent crime. Fox garnered headlines in 2019 after she dropped charges against Smolier, who purportedly staged an assault against himself and claimed it was President Trump supporters or the perpetrators using homophobic slurs and placing a news, right? So if she lets him off the hook, what are the chances are she's letting other guilty people off the hook? If she's letting someone that's a high profile case who is obviously in the wrong off the hook, I would assume that it's not that they miss they mischarge people with felonies. She's letting bad guys off the hook because she did it with uh, Jesse Smollett. Are you really sh- are you really shocked that there is corruption in Chicago? Chicago is a mess. So roughly two weeks before letting Smollett off the hook, Fox branded him a washed up celeb who lied to cops. And then as someone must have got to her, this is a trend. In text message to staff members, so I'm recused, but when people use overcharge when people accuse us of overcharging cases, 16 counts on a class four felony becomes an exhibit A. Fox wrote a staff member on March 8th. The same day Smollett was indicted on a 16 felony counts by Cook County Grand Jury for filing a false police report on the on the January 29th. So she really kicked herself out of that case by being caught with text messages. But still, I don't trust this woman, do you? I don't trust anything that's going on in Chicago. So while they dropped 25,000 felony cases in Chicago, it's not a shocker what our next article is going to reveal. So let's get into our next article here, which is a Fox News article. So here we go. Another beauty coming out of Chicago. Black Lives Matter holds a rally in Chicago to support those arrested after looting and unrest. That is reparations, a Black Lives Matter organizer said. Anything they wanted to take, they can take because these businesses have insurance. Do you hear that? No. Black Lives Matter members in Chicago held a rally on Monday to support more than 100 arrested that night following widespread looting and rioting that caused at least $60 million in damages. Wow. And saw 13 police officers injured. Isn't that nice? Peaceful protest, right? Stop allowing this to continue. I'm not going to keep saying it. Whoever is allowing this to continue should be tried for treason. It's, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. They are anti-American. They are anti-police. Get them out of this country. Try them for treason. Get rid of them. They are turncoats. The rally was organized by Black Lives Matter in Chicago and was held at a police station in South Loop. 
where organizers say individuals are currently being held in custody. At least one organizer called the looting tantamount to reparations, right? I don't care if someone decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike store. You hear that, all you guys that bend the knees? They don't care about you, so stop bending the knee. Because that makes sure that person eats. Okay, it's about food, right? Because they're, they're stealing from supermarkets, right? Makes sense. No, they're stealing Gucci purses. But somehow that equates to eating. Okay. Said Ariel Atkins, a Black Lives Matter organizer, according to NBC Chicago. That makes sure the person has clothes. Okay, because purses are clothes. Guess they're going to cut up the purse and have a sewing competition. Have a sewing competition. So here we go. That is reparations, Atkins continued. Anything they wanted to take, they can take because businesses have insurance. No, because that won't raise the insurance costs on those businesses, right? You think the insurance is just going to cover it and not raise the rates on the business? These people are stupid, ignorant, and should be locked up and thrown away the key. Who gives these people a megaphone? They are anti-American. They are anti-American. Get rid of them. The unrest was prompted by social media posts urging people to converge on the Chicago's business district after police shot a man on the south side around 2.30 p.m. Sunday. Officers responded to a call about a man with a gun in the Englewood neighborhood while being pursued by police. The man who was on foot turned and fired shots at officers before being struck himself and taken to the local hospital. Trell Allen, 20, was charged with attempted murder Monday after firing on officers, according to the Chicago police. A video posted on Facebook around 6.30 falsely claimed that officers had shot and killed a 15-year-old boy. Shocker, false information on the internet? Shocking. Them trying to vie cops? Shocking. Oh, but I'm sure you won't hear a peep about this disgusting article I just saw on the internet. I didn't even want to share it on my Facebook page because it was so disgusting. Some uh, appear-to-be-black guy walks up to a little five-year-old on a bike. Uh, he was around the age of five. Don't hold me to it. He was small. He was five or younger. Shoots him dead in front of his, his sisters. Isn't that nice? But you won't hear a peep about that on the news because it's a black guy killing a white kid, right? Nobody cares. And they don't care about the black uh, retired cop that was shot defending that store. They don't care about that little one-year-old boy that was killed in New York. They don't care unless they can use you. They don't care about you unless they can use you for votes or use you to get power. They don't care about you. Wake up. Stop being a sheep. Wake up. The shooting prompted hundreds of people to down descend on Downs town Chicago early Monday with vandals smashing the windows of dozens of businesses and making off of merchandise. Because nothing says change like burning and looting. Or, or you mean you take a situation and you use it to justify, hey, I want free stuff. That's what it is. Cash machines and anything else they could carry. So here is a quote. This was not an organized protest. No kidding. I can't even tell you the ratio of protesters to rioters. It's not even close. It's not even close. It's like 10 to 1, maybe even worse. This was an incident of pure criminality, police superintendent David Brown told reporters. This was an act of violence against our police officers and against our city. No kidding. So we're almost done here. Black Lives Matter organizers criticized police reports surrounding the shooting, noting that none of the officers involved had body cameras, which investigators confirmed. Whoopie do. It's to the point where, why should they wear body cameras? 
because they're going to get vilified. Why should they wear body cameras? Because that footage is used against them, not for them. What happened with the Floyd case? They re they release parts of the body cam footage. They held on to the full tape until just recently, a couple days ago. Why is that? Why is that? Because it paints the cop in a good light and the criminal in a bad light? Oh, so you use the police cams only against the police, not to help the police. This is sick. There needs to be rules put in place that either they release the whole police cam footage or they don't release any at all because now they're using this against police. It is sick. Why am, first off, I'm a cop. I'm risking my life on a daily basis. I don't know whether I'm going to go home or not every day. I don't know whether or not I'm going to be able to look my wife or my kids in the eye. And I can lose my job whether I do the right thing or not. And now this camera I have on and microphone you can use against me but not to protect me? Get out of my face with this. The world is backwards. The weakness of the Republicans, the rhino Republicans, I'm not talking about the Trump supporters, Jim Jordan, Nunes, all the rest of them, and Trump, the only ones with stones to call out what these people are. The rest of them can go by the wayside. Start speaking out against this stuff. What do you think is going to happen if we lose our police? This is coming to your doorstep. Wake up. When is enough enough? They can stick their mask up there, you know what, and they can stick their lockdowns up there, you know what. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. It's all a game. It's all an election game. It's an election game. They're teaching you how to be, we're turning the rules, the rules, if it, bad enough they used to go, Obama put handcuffs on our military with rules of engagement. Now they're trying to do the same thing to our cops. It's going to be to the point where the police don't want to do anything because they're going to be crucified. Stop attacking our police. Leave them alone. The majority of them, overwhelmingly majority of them, are law-abiding people. Cops are just people with uniforms on. They're like me and you. Stop trying to paint them into something. Yes, there are bad cops. There are bad people in every field. Cut it out. This is an attempt to take over the United States as we know it. Because the rhinos and the left don't want to lose power. It's all about power. They want to be bought and sold and get rich off government and don't want to lose power. They are scared of Trump and what he represents, draining the swamp. And that includes the left and the right because a lot of them are all in bed together with all these big companies that own America. Stop it. Enough's enough. And it, it's going to fall on us. It's going to fall on us, the American people. It's going to fall on us. Get ready. Wake up. Wake up. So here we go. A Breitbart article. Chicago can... I mean, Chicago, Portland, and New York, and California. What do they all have in common? They're all going to hell. It's disgusting. And if they think they can use bailout money to let... Oh, so this is what they want to do. Okay. they want. They're going to let people burn, riot, loot, destroy, and kill people, and then they expect you, the taxpayer, to repair all that damage. So they're scoring political points while you pay for the damage. This is sick. This is sick. We are paying for them to destroy America, and they want that bailout in the stimulus package for COVID? Get bent. Get bent. Anyway, so here we go. 
this is a little change of pace here, but I think it's important because they're having the same problems as us when it comes to immigration. So let's hit it. One of the leaders in the campaign for Brexit. So Nigel Farage, this is an article from Breitbart. Boris lacks political, says, Niall Farage says, Boris lacks political will to stop migrant boats. Government should declare a national emergency. For those of you who don't know, they have boats showing up on their shores and these illegal immigrants are moving into Britain. So here we go. Brexit party leader Nigel Farage said that the Prime Minister Boris Johnson doesn't have the political will, aka the stones, to tackle growing migrant boat crisis in the English Channel, as over 4,000 migrants have landed on the British beaches since the start of the year. So on Monday morning, Farage said that he doesn't think Prime Minister will tackle the issue at a fear of backlash and accusations of racism. See, this is what they do. They use speech. They tell you what you can and cannot say to control you, to get what they political agenda. What does that sound like? That sounds like America? Of course. What does that sound like? Black Lives Matter? Oh, you can't come after us because we're called Black Lives Matter. What, what are you, a racist? You don't think Black Lives Matter? This is a game. This is a game. It's a smokescreen. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? They use these false names so they can get it, justify their crazy actions. So I don't think Boris Johnson and the cabinet are prepared to do what it takes and face the criticism they'll get. The Brexiter, the Brexiteer told Julia Hartley Brewer on a talk radio show. Writing in the Telegraph, Farage said this, that statements from the government about trying to secure a deal with France to immediately return boat boat migrants will remain hollow and meaningless until there is a real political action. Adding it needs to come soon. The Brexit, Brexit leader said that the British government cannot wait until the ongoing transition period with the EU at the end of 2020 to get control of the migrant crisis. Right? I say this all the time. Be proactive. Stop being reactive. You need to do things. And if it's right, it doesn't matter. Stop being scared of the backlash. They are in the wrong. The babies have the biggest megaphones. The good people just don't want to be bothered. The babies cry a river until they get what they want. Stop backing down to these people. This would be far better than sending... Oh, here we go. It's time to declare a state of emergency. This would be far better than sending a few Royal Navy vessels into the channel where as things stand, they would simply join the border force and becoming a taxi service with legitimate refugees housed in countries other than Australia at Australia's expense. Right? Why should they pay the expense? Why should we pay the expense for all these countries? If they're refugees, they need to stop at the neighboring country. If it's relatively safe, as, as safe as our country, why not stop there? No, they want an excuse to come into our country. Break our laws, some of them, and hurt our children some of them fact like abbott's administration boris johnson needs to make it clear that nobody who enters britain illegally having arrived via france will qualify for refugee status right people who break the law should get nothing this is the only realistic solution okay he went on to say that the hordes of mostly young males this is sound familiar Migrants crossing the English Channel is not just an issue of public opinion or the billions of taxpayer money spent 
of housing to support them, but also a matter of national security. Sound familiar? Borders, borders, borders. Isn't it ironic that Del Camio set up borders in New York City and was testing people that came in for COVID? Borders work, I guess, just like Chaz or Chop in Seattle. What did this first thing they do? Set up borders and put people with guns at the at the border. What a shocker. Funny, they can do it, but we can't. Why? Because they want to ruin the country. They know it works. They just don't want it to work because they want to ruin America. That's what it is. So unless Johnson acts quickly, one of his chief legacies will be to have stored up a huge problem for the future of this country. Does he really want to be remembered for this? All right, so that's enough of that. So they're they're having the same problems we had at the border and continue to have until the wall is built. We are pro-immigration, but we are pro-law. Just do it the right way. Legal immigration. Legal immigration. But when there's a national crisis and Americans are losing jobs, it should be halted like Trump's doing in certain aspects of the country. Certain things should be halted to give Americans the first opportunity to get their job back before you let foreigners come in and steal jobs that we don't have anymore. Let the Americans get their jobs back and then you can resume legal immigration. Common sense sounds crazy, right? 2020, what isn't crazy? So here we go. We have two articles left for today. So let's get into this Gateway Pundit article. Killer Como claims there is no need for an investigation into his COVID policies that killed thousands of people. Send in the feds. Why would he say there's no need to look into it? What does that mean? You need to look into it. Because if there was nothing to see here, he wouldn't make that statement. If I didn't do anything wrong, I'd say give me the polygraph. Yeah, go ahead, investigate it. I don't care. This sounds like the guy. He Cuomo sounds like uh, when the cops say, "Hey, I want to interview you about this uh, this murder." Oh, I need a lawyer. Oh, I'm not sure I'm to the interview. Sound guilty to me? So back in May, Gateway Pundit reported that the New York's governor Andrew Cuomo, Health Commissioner Howard Zucker. MD and Executive Deputy Commissioner Sally Dreslin's actions led to thousands of deaths in New York State. The number of deaths from nursing homes in New York City is staggering. But today, Killer Cuomo, the governor of New York, claimed that there was no need to look into the activities taken by New York that led to thousands of elderly dying unnecessarily from the Chinese virus. Right? They could... L.A. and New York City could put homeless people in hotels via taxpayer dollar or COVID release dollar. And they could put pedos next to playgrounds, but heaven forbid they protect your grandparents from the greatest generation. They're all worthless to them, right? And then he's got the stones to go after Trump. Okay, sir. You might want to make sure your house is in order before you throw stones, but they don't care. He just loves, these people love, they love this COVID stuff. You know why? Because they get to hop up on the microphone every day and it's me, 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 me. Oh, is the country burning? I don't care. Me, 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 me. These people are sick. Vote them out. And I hope Omar's election is today. I hope Omar gets out. Her and her brother that she married can get out of town. Vote them out. Vote them out. So the article continues. 
Cuomo, a Democrat, told reporters during a teleconference on Monday that the Democrats and Republicans will never agree on the examination his now reversed March 25 directive that prohibited nursing homes from turning away recovering COVID-19 patients. Cuomo is saying this because he is a killer. Whatever happened to common sense? This is, an epic de- this is an epidemic, allegedly, right? So some rules need to go out the window. Why on God's green earth would you send someone who's just recovering from COVID or recently had COVID into a nursing home? It's just, why wouldn't you close off nursing homes, don't let anyone in and out until you get further data or can come to a conclusion of what you want to do? Have a discussion about it and vote on it or something. Don't just, oh, we're going to keep these old policies that didn't really apply to a pandemic. And you know what? We're going to bring people in and out of a nursing home. That's the most vulnerable spot. Great. Great. Pass the buck, bro. Pass the buck. It happened under your watch. So what does that say? So here we go. The Gateway Pundit reported numerous times that the brutality rates for the China virus are not much worse than that bad flu season. We've said this a thousand times across the U.S. with the exception of New York and New Jersey. Why? Because the death rates in these areas were way above the rest of the country and the world for that matter. It is clear that Governor Cuomo's policies in New York and uh, New Jersey Governor Bill Murphy led to the unnecessary death of massive, of massive deaths in nursing homes. There's a reason why a couple of the blue states... The numbers are super high for nursing home deaths because they mismanaged the situation. New Jersey, I believe Massachusetts, New York, and possibly California. I think it might have been one of them. Don't hold me to California, but would it really surprise you? Because California doesn't know what the heck they're doing. Or they do know what they're doing and they're intentionally doing it bad. It's one or the other. So will Killer Cuomo be held accountable? I highly doubt it. What says so let's get into this last article of the day. Now this is, I don't even know what to say about this, so let's just get into it. A Gateway Pundit article, Seattle Police Chief Cameron Best, who we covered numerous times on this show, resigns following city council vote to defund the police. So let's get into it. Seattle Police Chief Cameron Best will be resigning on Wednesday following the city council voting to defund the police amid massive unrest. The news of Best's resignation came on one day after dozens of businesses were looted once again. So on Tuesday evening, after news of her resignation leaked, Chief Best emailed Seattle police officers explaining her decision. So here's her statement. It was a difficult decision for me, but when it's time, it's time, Best wrote. I'm confident the department will make it through these difficult times. You are truly the best police department in the, ca- in the country. And please just trust me when I say the vast majority of people in Seattle support you and appreciate you. Bess said that the mayor has appointed Deputy Chief Adrian Diaz as the interim chief of police. So here's a quote. The council on Monday approved proposals that would reduce the police department by up to 100 officers through layoffs and attrition. Chief Bess was vocal in her opposition to the cuts, which came after council measures members pledged to redirect money aka defund from the spd seattle police department to community programs amid calls from protesters in the wake of george floyd's death the budget cut 
will slash nearly $4 million from the department's annual budget, and the council members promise to cut even more in 2021. The 7-1 vote faced objections from the city's police chief mayor and the Seattle Police Officers Guild. As Gateway Pundit previously reported, one council member in the 7-1 vote, lunatic socialist Kajma Swant, voted no because the cuts didn't go far enough. So it's not like it was 7-1 to one because one person stood up and said, no, we have to fund the police. No, they voted no because they're saying it wasn't good enough. They needed more defunding. This is where we are. This is where we are. And let's get into this tweet that ties into this article that I posted against. Because I normally agree with, if you want to follow Jack Posebiak. I believe that's how you pronounce his name on Twitter. He has a huge following. Um, he posted, this chief, this has been the job of a lifetime. Thanks to all the Seattle Police Department, sworn and civilian. So that's a statement from Cameron Best that Jack tweeted. But I said, I call BS on Hero. Because Jack said she was a hero. I said, I call BS on Hero. She came out strong when then... When someone got in her ear, she bent the knee. I would never step down and leave my officers in this time alone. She should have stood up instead of stepping down. And I stand by that statement. She came out extremely strong when when she said, hey, I didn't want to let the precinct go in Seattle. But basically, I was told to step down from it. Then, a couple days later, someone must have spoke to her and she changed her tune and kind of went Libby. And was like, oh, it's not that bad. Things are going to be okay. So someone got a hold of her and said, hey, you're not going to say this. Now she's leaving her position. Maybe she was forced out. Maybe not. Who cares? So she just quits. What? To protect her pension? Maybe. Maybe rightfully so. But to call her a hero? No. If that's me and I still have guys that I trained, I'm not leaving them in this situation. I'm saying... I'm speaking up instead of stepping down. I'm saying this isn't right. No, we're not going to defund the police in Seattle. Fire me. Go ahead and fire me. Go ahead. I'm not leaving these officers here. I'm not leaving the city to burn. Come out and say that. Stepping down doesn't make you a hero. It makes you a quitter in my eyes. When I used to do security and I was a security supervisor, obviously not the same thing as a cop or police chief. I'm just drawing a parallel here. I didn't leave that job. I wanted to leave for a while. I didn't leave that job until I trained someone and had knew that they were fit to lead underneath me and knew that the rest of the guys there were safe. I wouldn't leave them in a situation like this. I didn't leave them when things were bad there. I didn't leave until I knew I could and everything was going to be fine. To leave at a time like this, and so what? If she was forced out, I would say, hey, they're making me step down. I refuse to. Force me to step down. I support the police. I support the city of Seattle. This needs to stop right now. No, that's not what she did. She walked away. She walked away. You know why? You know why? Because it's easy. She said the right stuff off the bat. Check our previous episode. She said the right thing. And then she waffled. Much like Drew Brees. Waffled. Defended his uh, family for serving our country and then what did he do when the when the mob rose up against him he bent the knee we don't need people like that we need strong leadership and it's a shame they got to her and they ruined her well 
She's not the hero that we need. The heroes we need need to step up. People like you on a daily basis. Because the more of us that say stuff and back these people up with their words and say, not today, buddy. Not in the United States. Back up. You're not going to tell me what to say. You're not going to tell me where I where, where I can and cannot go and what, what I have to wear over my face unless you could give me some data. It went to 15 days, then it was 45 days, and now it's whenever hell freezes over. Enough's enough. Stop letting these jokers control your life because they're not going to stop. Why would they? They have power. Why would they? Do you think they want their daily me, me, me press conferences to end? Oh, how would they live with themselves? Heaven forbid they don't get attention for two seconds in their life. So thanks for hanging out on this Tuesday. I hope you enjoy this episode. See you soon, Patriots. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.